If you ever want to buy one of the plugins you've heard about on the show and you have an account at pluginboutique.com, consider doing it through our affiliate link, which you can find on a4ppodcast.com or in the episode description. It gives us a percentage of the sale so you can support the podcast and you pay the exact same price. Welcome to Appetite for Production. It's the only podcast to be endorsed by the World Wildlife Foundation, the Red Cross, and my uncle Keith. <laughs> oh, nice one, Keith. Cheers. <laughs> we are in a weird situation. <laughs> yeah, pretty weird, mate. Pretty strange. We have moved recording locations to my new office, which is why you'll probably hear the sound of drilling, because <laughs> uh, there are some UK drill uh, producers. <laughs> yeah, wow. I'm really, I'm really digging these hot new sounds, James. <laughs> this is what the young people are listening to is yeah, that right it, it reminds me very much of being a dentist um, <laughs> but that's okay because oral health very very important as you well know oral cleanliness is next to oral godliness mate. <laughs> so i think we all know that right we've got plenty to talk about today so let's get straight into it with tim's uh snuffly anecdote <laughs> all right okay So it's it's very appropriate, James, that this is the first podcast we've recorded in your office mm. because my house has been rendered uninhabitable. <laughs> let me set let me set the scene for you. I was attempting to chill out, had some stress going on or whatever. That has all, all since been resolved, basically. But I was trying to chill out from this stressful uh, situation. I think I think I was watching Space Jam or something <laughs> in a semi comatose state. It was bad. And yeah, and it was like 10 or 11 o'clock at night. I thought I saw some movement in my flat. I got up and he was a flipping mouse in my house, mate. Um, mm. Yeah, pegging it down my hallway to God knows what, because there's nothing in my house, basically. Yeah, I've, I've been there many times and there is literally nothing that a mouse would want in there. I mean, yeah, 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 right. You don't keep cheese I don't keep around cheese. the place. Well, apparently, yeah, there are many things that uh, mice like to eat. I have none of them, so I don't. I don't know why they're they're bothered. Mice don't eat HelloFresh boxes, mate. So oh, okay. you know. Um, so okay, so the mouse ran into my bedroom like a cheeky bastard, mm. mate. So. I did what any sane person would do. Let me guess, you jumped up onto the sofa and you <laughs> clutched your dress. Yeah, 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 I did. I clutched my pearls, in fact. <laughs> and I went, eek! No, like a man, ah. I grabbed the various ironic shabby chic signs that people have given me that I <laughs> keep on my uh, dining table. And I, and I attempted to create a blockade by jamming them under my bedroom door, right? right. An impenetrable fort fortress. Yeah. You might imagine... So I was like, okay, look, I can't, I can't do anything else to deal with this problem now. I'm going to go back to watching Space Jam or whatever and uh, sort this out in the morning. I'll sleep on the sofa. Flipping mouse. I heard noises. The flipping mouse with its superhuman and super mouse oh, strength Jesus. pushed these signs out of the way. Oh, ran the, the other way down the hallway into my bathroom. I leapt into action, literally. <laughs> um, and what I did was, so, you know, I've got many, many music technology books that I've never read, James. Big, hefty music technology books. Naturally, um, yep, yep. Of course. So what I did was I used them to create 
a sturdier blockade in front of the bathroom door, right, to uh-huh. trap the wee critter ah, in my bathroom. Trap it in a, a, a trap of its own creation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It played itself. Genius. Right? Okay, so problem solved. Timmy's a genius. Everything's going to be fine. I went to sleep on... So I created a sort of panopticon situation, <laughs> James. Me lying on my sofa where I can see basically my whole flat, right? Yeah. I slept there that night, right? Everything was fine. The next night, I was like... So I, I rang... Um, I So obviously, as soon as I saw a mouse, I was heartbroken. And I immediately <laughs> turned to Google and was like, how can I get this furry fucker out of my house? Just, just for the record here, are you officially scared of mice? Or you just you just didn't... You know, you don't want a mouse in your house, um, right? I didn't think I was scared of mice. Um, now I think I am scared of mice. I don't want to be anywhere near them, mm. thanks. Unless it's like someone's delightful pet mouse. That would be fine. Yeah. That would be cute. But not if it's like running riot and potentially crawling up my leg or into my bed. More of that later, right? Oh, okay. Jesus. So I rang... How Am I going long on this? Because no, I've no, got no. a lot to tell you about. It's, my it's good. Keep going. Okay, okay. okay. So, so, so I immediately turned to Google. I was looking up everything I could about mice, basically. Um, I, was, I was making a big shopping list of stuff to get, but then I was like... Fuck this, buddy. I am too important, frankly, to have to deal with this shit on my own. I need to get the professionals in. That's true. You are a very important executive businessman. I'm big. Yeah, I am an executive. Thanks for noticing. Okay, so the next day, I immediately rang a pest company or whatever. They couldn't send someone. I phoned a couple, in fact. None None of them could send a person around that day. I had to book it in for the day after. So this is Friday, booking it in for Saturday. Okay. Okay. So it's Friday night and everything. I'm lying on my sofa in a state of fear. (laughs) (laughs) Clutching your pearls. Waiting to see what was going to happen. And would you ruddy know it, mate? I saw a mouse, either the same mouse or another mouse, running down the flipping thing. I was irate (laughs) because I'd already gone to the pub to have a poo because I couldn't (laughs) poo in my own bathroom because the mouse was in there. So either that mouse had got out or there were multiple mice or whatever. Yeah. So I was in a state of panic and my body went into autopilot and before I know it, I'd booked myself into the, the Holiday Inn Express <laughs> I think by that, Temple Meads. That happened to a lot of people in Vietnam. Uh, <laughs> when they were under heavy fire, they just grabbed just the gotta, laptop. Yeah, you've got to book yourself into the next budget hotel. <laughs> and I've got to say, the Holiday Inn Express, it didn't have a bath, but it was very reasonably priced. <laughs> so so I, I stayed the night there or whatever. And then, so on the Saturday, the guy from the company came in he put down traps of various types, mm. spring traps and bait traps, ah. right? Also, ultraviolet powder so that you can see where the little beggars are heading, basically. Ah. Which is, I like that. That's a kind of, you know, James Bond slash Mission Impossible yeah. kind of vibe, which I was very much into. Didn't want to be hanging out uh, in the house while all this mouse carnage was potentially <laughs> happening so i escaped my sisters who thank god lives in bristol basically i don't know what i would have done otherwise because you have no friends i have no friends well i do have friends i don't think any of them are prepared to put up with me for two weeks and counting thus far two weeks yes yeah, two weeks head explodes um so yeah so i've been there and everything now so i'll kind of condense the rest of the story yeah. into into a kind of another chapter basically so while i've so every night what i do is i go i go and work in my house and everything 
Um, and then when it comes to about 5.45 BST, so 4.45, <laughs> no, whatever we're on at the moment. We're in GMT now. And we're in GMT, so 4.45 GMT. That's generally when the mouse activity occurs. Oh, really? Okay. So what I do is... You've got a very stern body clock. Yeah, no, to- well, these are efficient mice, as you'd hope, because I'm their daddy. Now, I, so what I do at that sort of time of the evening is I down tools, turn off my computer... Uh, make myself ready to escape should I need to. Pull your trousers up. Pull my trousers up <laughs> and put my braces on. And then I sit in my living room in absolute silence, in a state of hypervigilance to any <laughs> noise that occurs, freaking myself out, basically. And every night there is mouse activity and mouse noise, and I end up running away to my sister's house. Mm. So, so the two types of traps, you can't see what's going on in the bait traps, so I was paying a lot of attention to what was going on in the spring traps. The mice eat the bait off the spring traps without setting off the spring traps. You see, that's quite a fundamental flaw in the engineering of the spring traps. Well, this is what you'd think. So I was like, this can't be right. So I, I started Googling again. And it turns out not only are mice clever enough to fall spring traps... They are, in the city areas, they're growing resistant to many types of poison. So I have an army of superhuman, super intelligent, super sturdy mice in my house. And it shows no sign of abating, basically. You might want to call like a microbiologist or something. And someone who could teach you about the evolutionary... uh... Well, here's here's my question, right? What do rich people to do to get rid of mice? Because I'm I'm not a rich man, James. You know, I'm prepared to pay any price to get rid of these furry fuckers. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Are there are there some crazy new hipster tra- hipster traps on the market? Uh, no. You can get like um, the closest to a hipster one is a live catch one, yeah. um, where where they where they get so it's clear they go in it. Because um, there's bait in there. They have a great time. They've got a TV. They have a good, yeah, they've got a, play, they've got a PlayStation Enya, 3. Enya is piped in. <laughs> yeah, so, um, so I've... So I've um, so in preparation for this pest company not sorting it out, I bought some of those. I bought some electric traps, which uh-huh. they haven't used. Ooh. I bought some different snappy ones, which presumably will be similarly as useless. Um, and what I did, I, I drew the line though at glue traps, which are little squares of glue, oh. which they can, which they, I won't go into the yeah. details, but it can be, it can be really grim. That's do you know what, if, do you know, if you, if you don't like grim stuff, you've already, you've already probably skipped this. I, the other thing is one night I came back and there was a mouse wee and poo in my bed. So oh. I'm really glad that I don't live there. Because the thing is, I, if I didn't have my sister there... I don't think I have the, the mental fortitude to st- sleep in a house where I might get crawled on and bitten and weed and pooed on. I think that's uh, kind of fair enough. I, it oh, makes I me so. makes me think about the arms race between uh, humans and mice. Because <laughs> Where's it going to end? Like you say, they've grown resistant. They've grown uh, cleverer. They've, they've evolved around it. And... <laughs> And sh- why are we still using springy traps, just like in the classic play, the <laughs> yeah, mouse trap? Yeah, 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 yeah. Have, yeah. You, have you watched uh, any everything related to mouse traps and played the game mouse trap plenty of times? Yes, indeed. I mean, have you thought of constructing some elaborate scenario where there's like, <laughs> well, like a bathtub, yeah. and a pub, some plumbing or whatever? A, yeah, a diving man jumps off into the bathtub, and then the the cage just descends <laughs> down let onto me, the mouse. Let me tell you, James, if you tried to capture a mouse. 
house in an upturned laundry basket with a load of holes in it. That would not work, all right? I, I feel like I've been lied to. Yeah, yeah, right, right. <laughs> I, I really thought this would never happen to me, basically. Because I know my house isn't the tidiest, right? But I tell you, for the past two weeks, it's been fucking pristine. Uh, There's All my food is in airtight boxes. There is nothing in the house for these may, mice. How, hang on a second. Maybe that's why they got angst antsy yeah and started showing themselves and going around because they couldn't get the food now that it's in the airtight boxes well okay well no i only put it in airtight boxes once i knew ah. that I um yeah it, i mean you, yes it turns out mice will only go into houses when they are desperate and that there is nothing else around so i feel bad for these mice yeah but equally they carry the plague so I don't mm. want to catch the plague. And they did poo in my bed. Not even I poo in my own bed, James. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've had plenty of opportunities, let me tell you. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think you're such a, uh, a wimp. Uh, <laughs> Thanks. As I first did. You know, I first thought, well, mouse, he's just scared of mice, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The thing is, it's very... Dist- you. What I, want, I just want to sit in my house and make... Beard strokey drum and bass in a relaxed environment, but you can't sit with headphones on if you're thinking something's going to leap onto your back and crawl down your hoodie, basically. That's true. I mean, I, I, I hope it works itself out. But what, what do the pest people say about the chances of actually sort of sorting this stuff out? They have been vague, mate. The communication with the pest people has not been great. I thought there's going to be two, two follow-up visits. There's already been one. Turns out there'll be a third one. So I've got my next follow-up visit on Saturday coming up. And then there'll be a final one after mm. that. I don't know what's going to happen if they don't catch the mice. I've ordered three types of traps and some peppermint spray, which people oh, swear by, which blatantly <laughs> won't work. No. And I'm sure the mice love. Oh, and also... I essential bought, oils or something. Yeah, also I bought a sonic thing that is meant to deter mice. Apparently it doesn't work at all, according to Pesca. Surely drum and bass is a sonic thing that deters mice. Well, no, they seem to love it, mate. So, oh. yeah, I've got two bad mice in my house. That's an old school rave reference. Um, so, yeah, so I don't know what I'm going to do about it, mate. I mean, hopefully by the time we record the next episode, they will have gone but maybe they won't yeah or maybe you'll be working in my new office for uh for certain days of the week from well the, well the thing is it's a nighttime thing so maybe i'll be sleeping in your <laughs> office <laughs> that's that's good too okay i'm sure it's going to be very comfy so i'm just going to make myself comfortable now right yeah <laughs> pull up pull out the bed oh well thanks This episode of Appetite for Production is sponsored by DistroKid. DistroKid helps you distribute your music to platforms like Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, and all the others. They don't even keep any royalties, and it only costs you 20 clams per year. You can get 30% off that first year of DistroKid membership by going to distrokid.com slash VIP slash A4P. Another great thing about DistroKid is the ability to legally release covers of other people's songs. Would you know where to start if you wanted to license the intellectual property rights to someone else's music? And how about making sure the money gets to the right place? Well, DistroKid knows, and it's got an extra optional service to do just that. When uploading a song to DistroKid, you'll see a box that says, Another artist wrote it. Tick this box and they will take it from there. I always do that, even when it's like my individual materials. I feel so bad about the quality. DistroKid will obtain licenses, pay the original songwriters every month, 
Keep up to date on copyright laws affecting your music and all other necessary legal stuff so you don't have to worry about anything. Once the original artist has received their legally mandated cut, you get to keep the rest of the earnings. All of this does cost extra. It's 12 clams a year per track, but that is still much cheaper than a lawyer, as I found out recently after that incident in Amsterdam. Oh no. You can find out more about DistroKid's cover licensing via their website. Many thanks to DistroKid for sponsoring this episode of Appetite for Production. It's time to talk about music production. Have you ever heard of music production? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it sounds great in theory, mate. You ever used any music software? Uh, Does that strike you at all? I've used Audio Mulch. That's it. thing I'm going to show you now is a new free compressor. It's actually, uh-huh, actually an old free compressor. What the hell is going on, James? The old version was called Molot by uh, some dude called Vladislav Gonchar. Oh, yes, this is going to be that TDR thing, yeah. right? So okay, this... I, all I know about this is I've seen its interface. It's got a nice interface. It does. Look at this. Lovely and green. It, this looks like a compressor people in the army might use. Exactly. Uh, you could call it a Swiss army knife compressor, but you <laughs> oh, <well>. shouldn't. Because <laughs> that would make it basically useless and the kind of compressor that would just sit in your drawer for <laughs> right. A few weeks. Yeah, so the original freeware has been taken on, adopted, you might say, by uh, Tokyo Dawn. So uh, good on them. This is Molotok, which is the freeware version, and I'm going to play it over a drum loop. Oh, wow. Are we going to have the dry drum loop first? Yeah. Oh, that's good. Sensible. Okay. Hmm. Okay, this is the dry drum loop. It's nice. It sets the tone. It's funky. It's, jazz. it's not funky. It's jazzy. It's drum. It's it's got dramaticness in it. Is that the word? Dynamics. No, no it's, <laughs> that's not the word. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I'm gonna whack on Molotok, which is the free version. There is a paid version called Molot GE Gentleman's Edition, as Tokyo <laughs> Dawn do. And I'm gonna slam it in now. Bring the threshold down. Oh yeah. We have gain reduction. You know, that isn't even that much rain gain reduction, but it sounds great. Mm, I think when I uh, slammed it in, it did uh, did make it a bit louder. But It really did. So what if I were to whack the attack right down and just clamp the hell down on stuff? Well, I like a long attack time, as you know, James. It's pretty fluffy. Uh, but yeah, let's, let's get some uh, transients through there. Something like that. I would, I would like more, in mm. fact. Much more. Like, like in the double digits. Like of, loads of attack. Yeah, loads of attack. How are you liking that? I'd like more. Oh. There, yep, there you go. Uh, there let's, we go. Let's make some really characterful compression. We'll bring the release up. Let me uh, push the ratio and the threshold. How's that sounding? It's sounding great, buddy. I'm not really in the middle of the speakers because I'm sort of standing next to my microphone or sitting, as you may say. But what the thing is about this, it's got 11 different types of compression. So you can see here, there's this uh, knob which switches between alpha, beta, and gamma, and everywhere in between. So uh, shall we cycle through a few of the types? So are those little pips around that knob, are they... Are they each a different compressor type? Exactly. Well, oh, okay. I wouldn't say it's necessarily a compressor type, but a different, different response. Yeah, okay. Different algorithm. You're basically blending. So Blend it. Let's have a look. Here's the next one. Ooh. 
These seem to be discrete movements, James. They are discrete movements. Also, blending between alpha and beta. Yeah, blending towards beta, so getting a lot more like you. <laughs> yeah, thanks, mate. Tell you what, let me uh, let me really crank things up just so we can uh, get an impression of the the different types. Ooh. Well, that is a very different uh, character. It's bringing things out very well now. Ah. To be honest, I can't hear that much difference right now. Standing <laughs> well, sitting why next you do to the an, right Do an AB with the uh, drive signal, buddy. Is there a button you can use to do that? Bypassed. Whack it on again. And on. Ooh. Bit of a click. Listen to that pumping. Mm. And let's go towards Gamma. Uncharted territory. <laughs> Still really ragging it pretty hard, but uh, just to show the differences between the types. Punchy. Yeah, wow. You, th you think that punchy? Very punchy. And we got a little dry mix here so we can, uh, can go parallel. Lovely. Yeah, so that's that. That's Molotov, which you can now get from Tokyo Dawn. And uh, yeah, it's got a sidechain high pass, all the usual stuff, attack release, threshold ratio, makeup. It could be your workhorse analog style compressor. Mm, do you know how many clams the Gentleman's Edition is? At the early bird discount oh. of 20%, it is 40 euros, meaning 50 regularly for the Gentleman's Edition. Okay. Uh, sophisticated saturation section. Analog Ooh. style brick wall limiter. I like that. Uh, creative tone control section. Dual stage timing section offering control over auto release behavior. That's what it looks like. Got plenty. Oh, it's got loads of knobs on it, mate. Plenty more controls. And still that lovely army green. People really seem to love uh, TDR stuff, buddy. Yeah, I, I do too. And it's, it's basically the Call of Duty compressor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is what it looks like. Frontline Europe. <laughs> Okay, Tim, what I'm going to show you now is a plugin called Wind Machine, and it's by a company called Tonsturm. I haven't heard of those guys, and this is a UVI workstation thing, is it? Yeah, it runs in UVI workstation. I'm going to get straight to it and unbypass this motherfucker because you need no MIDI. Ooh, oh. Ooh. Like this. It's a drone. Yep, this is a preset called Ethereal Drone. Now, it's the sound of wind, Tim. This doesn't sound like wind to me. This sounds like a drone. Okay, well, what it is, it is uh, based on uh, an actual piece of hardware, which I have never heard of. I am not ashamed to say. <laughs> it is called the Wind Howler. And that's a, as they say, an electrical instrument developed in the 1960s, which can produce unique wind sound effects with a very special sound signature. Only a few devices exist. They had access to one of those in basically perfect order. So shall we have a go on the wind machine? Oh, why not, mate? Okay, so the main control here, speed. I like it fast. Let's crank it up. Now, I, I, I had a Greg's chicken bake for breakfast. <laughs> oh, so, man, uh, delicious. I'm ready to get windy. <laughs> oh. <gasps> oh, it's spooky. So, 
it's some kind of macro, basically. As you push it up, the wind uh, speed, so-called, goes up. How does this hardware work, mate? I have no idea. It's, it's some kind of resonator thing, is it? It's got a load of, like, revolving wheels. Can you see this here? Oh, yeah. It's, it's like, it almost looks like a, a cotton bobbin on top of something, and there are three okay. of them here. So it, it uses spinning uh, If cylinders. you go back to one, it looks like Shy Guy. <laughs> <laughs> so... Next thing we can do, when I move the speed right back down, you can take note of how quickly the speed, the actual speed follows it. Oh. You can make that happen a lot slower or faster with the inertia. Oh, let's have loads of lag, buddy. So, I like this. Check it out. And if I whack it down. Ooh. And one thing I like is you can do a move and like whack the speed up and whack the inertia up as it's moving up so it continues to move up even faster. Wow. Ooh. Yeah, you gotta love it. There's an XY control between four things. Gust. Mm. You hear that gust? Not really. It's a bit of a feeble gust at the moment. Flutter. I can't tell too much difference. No, not much is actually happening. Have I uh, messed this up? Settle and storm. Storm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh! Maybe this particular preset isn't really uh, doing it for us. But hey, so let's let's go to another one. Futuristic Ooh. insects. They're doing anything Oh, uh, yeah, right on. I, was, I found a pretty cool one earlier. Uh, Straddy Windy. That is wind run through a sort of string uh, sound. So you have a bunch of resonator choices here, it seems yeah, like. Yeah, I'll show you about these. You can... Oh, oh how do you love that? It's so spooky, James. Oh. Oh. That's pretty offensive. I'm terrified. Metal... Mental loneliness. That sounds oh, like... Oh, yeah, I've experienced that, Sounds mate. like us. I know yeah. what this sounds like. So, anyway, here's the windiness. Uh, the sources, you can uh, choose... The settings are for four sort of resonatory sources. Uh, you can choose one voice, two voice, three voice. There are a lot of things to choose from. I'm not going to delve into those because we're no, here all day. Uh, high cut filter, low cut filter, not needed. Mm, uh, bass, in your face. Bass <laughs> effect. We have uh, an equalizer, which is, I don't know if you know this, Tim, but this sculpts the levels of different frequencies. frequencies. Yeah. I don't know what frequencies. <laughs> oh, a howler which is a sort of basically resonance. Um, Make it howl. You can tilt the howler. Come on, turn, whack up that intensity, buddy. You can tilt the howler towards the high frequencies. Who? Can you hear that? Yeah, I can. Or to the low frequencies. Ooh. It's like blowing through a McDonald's straw. <laughs> yeah, the good wow. plastic ones, not the crappy uh, paper <laughs> ones. Uh, and a distortion, would you believe it? So, let's drive this sucker. Oh, oh! It's ominous wind. Um, here's something I like. What the hell is that? What the hell is that? You have uh, four. I think these are related to the four sources. Sorry, I don't know a lot about this, but I'm just sort of testing it out and showing how it sounds. Uh, you got inertia again. This auto mix means <laughs> that the cursor in the middle that's blending like an XY pen like a dead fly <laughs> is blending between four things like an XY pen. Oh, it's alive again. Oh. Got a bit of you can choose Ooh, how bleed level. I like bleed. low bleed levels. If I'm to be honest with you, mate. But yeah, basically this um, cursor in the XY pad 
is, from what I can tell, it's moving itself around based on some kind of random, uh, maybe gravitational pattern where it gravitates <laughs> towards the center, some, somehow misses it, and hovers around a bit like a little fly. Oh, wow. And we can change the inertia on that as well. So it moves about generally slower and laggily. Mm. And there is this finalized window uh, where you can... Uh, whatever this is. <laughs> you can blend between sources and effects. So it's basically dry-wet in many, uh, in many respects. Delay and convolution reverb. Oh. There are some interesting sources. Musical effects such as didgeridoo. Oh, my God. You like that? Oh, wow. Ominous. Oh. oh, God. I think you're clipping there, buddy. Yeah. Oh, that's a bit much. Good thing I turned that low-cut filter off. Oh, me. my. Yeah, right. Basically. Chimes. Ooh. Mysterious. Got to turn it back up. That, these um, these convolution sources need to be uh, gain-matched. Normalized. Really. Yeah. Uh, gong. Oh, lordy. Wow. You've gong mental. Yeah, that's not gonna. That's not gonna play well with. What about the hurdy gurdy, mate? Hurdy gurdy. Ooh, it's the sound of space. Mm. Realistic IRs such as Swampland. This is what Swampland definitely sounds like, mate. So there's a lot of clicking and clipping here. That's uh, <laughs> not my fault. <laughs> Abandoned building. Oh, you like that sound effect? Eerie. Crickets. Oh. Maybe we can get some kind of mouse-based preset. Oh, fuck that. Is there one? <laughs> Behind walls. Behind walls. Ooh. Uh. Ooh. Oh, God, rumble. It's, it's gone nuts again. Uh, look at the effects page. This is where you have your gain matrix, which is what we're blending between uh, in the effects before. Dual delay. And- oh, that's just all UVI stuff, yeah. right? And for some reason, there's an arpeggiator. Oh, hell yeah. Fucking fire it, fire it up, buddy. Let's arpeggiate that shit. <laughs> no, not going to do it. Uh, okay. I will uh, play you out with some uh, more windy presets. How about we go for uh, Mongolian meditation? Oh, hell yeah. I need that right you now. You know it. Ooh. Um. You can see the auto mix, which is moving itself around the XY pad. It's pretty cool. And it, it does sound fairly like wind or at least like oh, yeah. cinematic wind sound design yes like fantasy wind uh, how about some uh, psychotic surrender oh yes I've surrendered ooh turn the speed up on that one ooh oh pretty good a nice resonance Violet velvet. Like uh, Prince's uh, pajamas. Oh, lovely. That's quite scary. Yeah. I like it. I mean, I would, I would never really have a cause to use it. Mm. Uh, unless I was making a sound design for sci-fi film or something. Yeah, or fantasy. This is definitely giving me Highlander vibes, buddy. Yeah. How many clams is it? Good question. Clamoroos for this, 179 US dollars. Not an impulse purchase, but not I've, ridiculously I've, expensive. I've seen a lot worse for um, <laughs> like cinematic design and mm. stuff like that, especially UVI workstation stuff. So I think that's quite reasonable. If you want wind mm. and you don't got wind, you want wind machine.
All right, people, just a quick reminder, our T-shirt sales are completely online now, at least uh, <laughs> the amount that we're allowed to put on there are all there. We have uh, knob-per-function synth shirts in blue and red. Uh, we also have a knob-per-function blue synth hoodie, which I am wearing right now. I feel like we should point out it's the synths themselves that are blue and red, not the entire article of clothing. Yeah. You have many choices. You have many colour choices of the actual article. Uh, shirts and hoodies in the UK and the USA. The USA guys also get iPhone cases and Samsung Galaxy cases. Oh, wow. Now, the, the art wasn't really designed for a phone case, but you can look <laughs> at how it looks on a phone case and see whether you think it's any good. Does it look any good? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it wasn't designed with a phone case in mind, but we did... Uh, mess it up to make it into a phone case have a look at it and also in germany the germans oh god <laughs> this is gonna really convince. yeah 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 the germans love getting convinced to buy stuff mm. with their accent they can, everyone loves hearing their own accent done in a silly fashion they can buy the blue synth shirt or the red synth shirt nice wicked well well done germany yes so uh more sales means we can add more products to more <laughs> yes. places so please don't buy anything <laughs> <laughs> no, people have been buying. It's good. Uh, it's it's looking nice. Oh, and fantastic! Well done. These things even appear in Amazon search results. If you're searching for synth t-shirt or synth hoodie. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. So uh, well yeah, done. maybe we'll get some non-clammies too. Okay, wicked. Anyway, we'll stop bothering you about that. That's all. Yeah, more hard sell coming up later in the episode, guys. <laughs> Don't go away. Tim, here is a VST instrument. It is, it has been released and submitted to us for our consideration by one of our clams on oh, Patreon. Good work, Clammy. So this is uh, by Imagero, and it is Imagero's piano. Oh, it's a felted piano, oh. and it sounds a little something. Let me just move my microphone. Oh my god! Okay. Oh, sounds a little something. Oop. Up. Like this. Get the, I'm getting Avril 14 vibes there. It's get very... the gain up a bit on that. Oh, I'm feeling emotions, James. How did you let this happen? Yeah, sorry about that, Tim. <laughs> We've all got them. I mean, just don't get them out in public. Okay. Ooh. I, I'm not exactly going to serenade you because I'm terrible. <laughs> Tell me about what you see on the interface while I try and peck out some uh, terrible... Oh, well, it's a very it's a minimal interface that has the theme of a piano inside it because it's alter, alternating uh, black and white vertical stripes, mate. Uh, so it seems like there's five pianos, uh, five parameters, I should say. Release time, velocity sensitivity, pitch shift, which I don't really understand, hammer volume, self-explanatory, and of course output. What's the pitch shift do, little buddy? Let's have a look. Let's do it. The pitch shift is sample pitch shift slash formant shift. So oh. it basically just changes the tonal quality, if you like, uh, through the sampler. That's good. Uh, we have a hammer volume control, so you can... Uh, Stop. Hammer time. Oh. Yeah. Uh, oh, that? that was a big hammer. I would kind of like a, uh, a piano volume control. So yeah. you just got the hammers. <laughs> Got a release time control and yes, velocity sensitivity, which I'm going to whack right down actually because I am cack handy. <laughs> Ooh, clonk a clonk. 
It's like being in the flipping piano with the hammer volume that high, well, which yeah, I like. That's what he was going for, man. You I gotta... see they've got Avril 14th as a demo on the website. Uh, so, yeah, good work. Anticipating. Yeah. How many uh, clams is it, buddy? This is 20 US clams, including free lifetime updates. Imagero's felted piano. That's good, because it sounds great, it's cheap, and you don't even need contact or anything to use it. So, uh, nice work, Imagero. You're smashing it, buddy. Aces. Okay, Tim, it's uh, time for some business news, man. Business? I'm going to put my business suit on. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're in the office. We need some business sound effects, right? Okay, hit those business sound effects. Uh, so this <laughs> is uh, one of those stories uh, that's written by the normies about music technology. <laughs> but it is, uh, it is a reasonable story for us to cover because it is about the company Output who make such plugins as... Uh, Exhale. Exhale. Thermal. Uh, Portal. Rev. Oh, Rev. Which was Rev? Reverse Reverse things. things. Uh, I think that was Contacts. But yeah, Uh, Arcade is... Is their main thing. Yeah, it's their big-ass subscription thing where you um, you use... I guess you use your keyboard to play things on the white notes and you use the black notes to control uh, properties such as LFOs and stuff like that. And uh, there are a lot of uh, cool settings, basically. I, I, can't, I, I think you know it a bit more than I do. No, not really, mate. <laughs> um, I've, used, uh, I've used Exhale, which is good, really good, in fact. Um, and I've used Portal and Thermal quite a bit more. And they're fabbers. Okay. Arcade, I have not subscribed to. Ah, now... Anyway, this story is about the fact that Output have just raised capital from investors and they have raised $450 billion. <laughs> I don't think it is billion, James. Uh, okay, okay. Please reread that. They've, re- they've raised $45 million. Still a lot of money. A hell of a lot of money. I interviewed the CEO of Output a while back. Greg Lerman. Yeah, and he, he didn't <laughs> tell me he was looking for cash. I <laughs> think you could have sorted him right out, Hey, man. you got some money? <laughs> I was like, yeah, how much do you want? $35 million, $45 million. But no. Yeah, so I have no idea what they're going to do with 45 million US clams because their plugins are very good, yes, but it seems like a lot to invest in a new one. Yeah, I mean, is this this just for marketing or are they going to whack a load of money into creating (laughs) arcade content? I don't think you get 45 million on your hands just for marketing. Also, James... That sentence there, read that. Okay, so let's let's get into this uh, article. <laughs> Remember, this is the normies talking. This is how they think about us. This is an article from Music Business Worldwide. Output develops software for musicians, composers, producers, and sound designers, including virtual instruments and effects, in addition to samples and loops available through its arcade app. The company also makes studio furniture. What? <laughs> yeah, didn't you know? Yeah, they make a desk. Did they make a desk? Yeah, like a literal... Can we have a look at this desk? Yeah. 
Is he? Is he got one of those things that's got a slidey out, out thing with a key that you put a keyboard on? <laughs> like that's what I really want. Like you buy at Staples or something. Okay, so you've Googled arcade desk uh, and it's just coming up with arcade machines. That's because basically. the company is now called Arcade. It's called <laughs> uh, yeah. Platform. Oh my god! It's called Platform. It is a studio desk. I think it actually, yeah, it does have a slidey oh, out thingy. Oh, it looks sick. It is sick, but it's really expensive. Just so you know, it's a uh, diagonal theme. Can I call it that? Yeah, it's slanted, it's mate. Slanted. Looks like a flicking, flicking forward slash, mate. It's got some units in the back which are the height of a lunchbox hardware. Oh, okay. So you can use the desk itself as a rack. Mm. Uh, it's got a slide out for your MIDI keyboard. It's got a place for your mouse and keyboard, which means you would have your MIDI keyboard lower, which I philosophically don't agree with. Uh, and you've got their monitor slab on the top. Mm. Um, let's have a little look at the price, shall we? It's actually not as bad as I remember, but it is pretty high for a desk. 535 UK clams. Yeah, I mean, for a bit of furniture that you're going to use for the rest of your flipping life, potentially, that's not too bad. It's not as bad. You can get it in driftwood grey for an extra 100 Mm. And uh, you can put, it's got, it comes with rackers. So as well as the lunchbox stuff, you can put your your 19 inches in there, can you? Is uh, that how it works? Uh, nine U of gear. Three pairs of rack ears, yes. So yeah, okay. Uh, so yeah, you can get it in Driftwood Grey for an extra hundred. Let's push this price up because uh, we currently got... Key- I want that keyboard. Tra- hey, we've got it without the keyboard tray selected. So what do you think the price is going to go up to when we click yes? Another 200, is it? Oh, it's another 150-ish. Yeah. Uh, okay. <clears throat> so if you want the whole shebang in grey, 770. If you want the cheapest you can get, six five three five. Uh, no, I want the keyboard thing. So I'm looking at freaking six seventy. How much is the shipping? Uh, I purchase. Come on, oh, okay. buy it for me. And just get my card out. Okay. Oh my Shipping god. To UK. Oh my Whoa. god. <laughs> oh Jesus. 165 euro clam if you want it shipped to the UK. That's uh, a bit uh what's it's, the word? What's the word that all the lefties use? Uh not inclusive. Exclu- it's exclusive. <laughs> it's mate. exclusive to the US. <laughs> that is too exclusive for me basically. Yeah, so you would you'd be paying 914 euro clam for what you want right now. Well, my desk budget is currently zero, mate. Anyway, so. they use that anyway, they make studio furniture so <laughs> that could be part of what they want to uh, make an investment in maybe they want to do the best acoustic panel known to man who knows wow crazy Let, let's continue with this normie story the company claims that its software is used by producers <laughs> it's a claim songwriters and composers to find inspiration and break through writer's block mm. the artists using output software range from Diplo and Zed to Mike Dean Lil John, and many others mm. <clears throat> Got to see Lil John still making music. Uh, according to a press release announcing the new investment, Ag- Output's flagship music creation application, Arcade, is used in 167 <laughs> countries. That's, that is what is important. How many countries <laughs> is your instrument used in? Yeah, uh, 166. If it's 166, fuck off, mate. <laughs> You've got to have 167. And was originally intended to help musicians turn a library of tens of thousands of loops and sounds into tracks. Okay, great. Yep, that's kind of what music production is all about. Uh, Output claims that more than 50% of arcade sessions result in the writing of a new track and that the average user locks in a track within 15 minutes. This sounds like bullshit. Oh, it sounds like they are watching us, Tim. Oh my God, how do they know when I've locked in a track? (laughs) What if if I 
think I've locked in a track and then I have to unlock it because I've made a load of shit. Well, maybe they know that you've locked oh, in a track before okay, you, you do, do within 15 minutes. Mm, mm. Right, okay. And more than 50% of arcade sessions result in the writing of a new track, otherwise known as an eight bar loop. <laughs> yeah, You're never going to yeah, do yeah. anything with. <laughs> <laughs> in addition, because it goes on, mm. output states that more than 420,000 <laughs> musicians have been supported by the arcade platform since 2018 mm. and that the company has seen a 300% increase in monthly recurring revenue in the last 12 months. Well, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's... it's I like it's, those numbers. They're very advertising. I think they're, they're putting a lot of it into advertising and mm. it's fair enough, however you want to grow. Mm. Um, yeah, so... 45 million US clams, man. What, did Native Instruments get 30 mil, was it? I think they got 50. Oh, okay, so it's comparable to that then. But the thing is, Native Instruments has an existing lineup of loads and loads of software, Mm. loads and loads of hardware, loads and loads of sort of what you could not just call hardware and software, but ecosystems Mm, that they use. Absolutely, yeah. And they already get a cack load of money. I'm sure Output are getting plenty of money. Their product lineup is small, though. Even including the desks, mate. Well, that's uh, that's why 45 million is a strange one to me. I Mm. I just want to know what they're going to use it for. I I don't think it's like... Too much or too little or whatever. <laughs> I just want to know, uh, what are you going to use it for then? Maybe they're just going to market the shit out of arcades. Or maybe they just want to buy a few companies and... <gasps> Who would they buy? Uh, Let's play the acquisitions game. Well, they could buy someone like Tracklib, for example. Um, Tracklib? Yeah, because... the uh, Libtards. One thing they did in arcade recently is that they added a bunch of uh, public domain old music into it oh okay don't know if you remember that but you can i do remember i remember what yeah i think i remember the one um and it had a really good demo yeah it was good good marketing yeah good Um, marketing mate so yeah they could be looking to go further down that road maybe officially license um classics to put into arcade oh now now you're getting interesting i tell you james if arcade had previously unavailable acapellas of classic dance tunes. Ah. That's the sort of thing that would get Timmy opening his wallet. That would mate. get Timmy opening his wallet, but I don't know if it would get the world opening I, Do you know what I think it would, mate? Because it seems like all of popular music has, for decades, has just been sampling older dance music. Here's another here's another conspiracy theory. Okay. This is a company that has branched out from software into making desks. They <laughs> they basically they're loose cannons. You have no idea what they're actually doing. I mean, it do. seems like they're wild and out of control. Yeah, so expect anything and everything. Mm. You know? Could they be going for some kind of door? I think that would be unwise, but uh it Which, could okay, be the when case. you say door, are you talking D A W or D O R? They're making desks already. Yeah, made. that's true. They are kind of carpentry specialists <laughs> yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah true. Um, I, I, I could I could be referring to either. Okay, wow. I mean, a, a good studio door is needed. You what know? about just like a really nice sofa? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Maybe some deck chairs that you can take to the beach with a laptop stand oh, and my. monitors inside them. Oh, God, you know, that'd be good. If I had a back garden, if they made a flipping deck chair with a monitor stand, that'd get Timmy opening his wallet, <laughs> mate. That's what I'm saying. Uh, but yeah. Expect anything from these crazy guys who uh, went from software to making desks and back to software again. They're seriously out of control. Output output one swatch. And in all seriousness, Portland Thermal are both wicked. Have you used them? I haven't actually, uh, but I've, I've used some of the other stuff. I know they're very, very high quality. So I just really want to know what they're going to spend it on. Maybe they can 
give some to us. Yeah, get, get output. Give us some money. We'll market the shit out of your shit, mate. We'll or, do whatever you want. Or send us. What is it? Uh, oh, platform in uh, what was the color? Uh, oh, the gray. This driftwood gray. gray with a t- keyboard tray. And uh, two of those, two of those. If any company wants to give me and or James a flipping proper (laughs) desk with a slidey out keyboard thing, we will do some crazy shit for you, right, buddy? Uh, No. (laughs) Well, I will. All right, so I recently did a roundup of five free filter plugins, and I thought I would show them to you because why not? Show them all to me, James. So this first one is Bedroom Producers Blog Dirty Filter. It's dirty. It's got a quite clean uh, design, though, on its uh, little interface there, though. Yeah, I guess so. Maybe they need to rethink that. Spill some beans on it or something. Yeah, so this is the uh, music we're going to listen to them through. Vibey is decent. Mm. Okay, let us engage the dirty filter. Do it. Ooh. Ooh, I like that. It's dirty. Oh, that is good. That's crusty is what it is, yeah. buddy. So you've got separate low pass and high pass. Do you know what a high pass is? Sounds like this. Ooh. So I guess the... Hang on, where's the flipping resonance control? Well, that's the thing. I'm wondering, does the drive act like a resonance Surely control? Surely not. Not really. God, it's dirty as you like. It puts me in the mind to make some atmospheric 90s drum and bass, James. Does that surprise you? Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, now, if I've turned the drive right down, does it sound like there's any resonance there at all? Oh, no. Maybe some macro. Whack it up, son. If the warp drive is 100, does it sound like there's resonance? Yes. Oh, yeah. That is a that is a macro that does the drive and the resonance, mate. We're geniuses. Yeah. What about a bit of 48 dB uh, slope, buddy? Ooh. Oh, I like it. Oh. It sounds like the feature. How about we whack the driver? Oh, God. Ow! My buttocks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I like driving your buttocks. <laughs> That's wicked, man. I'm going to download this. Yeah, shame you can't do that much more with it, such as uh, modulate hey, it. Uh, do you know what? If it does one thing decently, yeah. I'm happy, man. And it is free. And it's got mix control, which is kind of fair. You don't yeah, always see that. You don't always see that. You can get your resonance involved. I like that. I like that it's got mix control in there. Yeah, some interesting choices, but that's cool. Let us move on to the next one, which is Tal Filter. You've been doing a lot of accents today, I'm James. Sorry. I, I think I think you must be stressed. Okay. So this is Tal Filter 2, though. Am I yep. right, buddy? Tal Filter 2. The idea is you choose a curve. You can draw your own curve with nodes and splines. Oh, who doesn't love a spline? And um, you can change the time base. Oh, hell yeah. Currently on times eight. Go for 16. Turn up the resonance. Resonance. Turn down the depth. Depth. Oh, yeah. Okay, now I'm going to draw some crazy curves in there. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Oh, do you know, I haven't used Telfilty for ages. That's sounding sick, mate. Yeah. Oh, what good little plug-in. You gotta love it. must it. be like 10 years old now or something, is it? Yeah, something like that. So Even a, older. Oh, it is 2010, <laughs> exactly, hey. mate. 
genius in the house. Curve editor, resonance and depth, uh, choice of low pass. Different, Loads of different filter types. Different low pass models, high pass, band pass, notch and volume and pan. Here's the notch filter. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yes. This sounds better than most actual tunes I've listened to recently. <laughs> Great stuff. Uh, let's move swiftly on. You know filter step. Oh, hell yeah. See, the best way to show filter step is to just literally randomize, randomize all the controls. Oh. Yes, mate. Let's change the rate. Hell yeah. Let's smooth it out. I don't, I've never really understood what the smooth thing does. Well, if you it's, take... It, it seems, is it kind of like... Well, 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 Between the different steps. Well, 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 yeah. Okay. If, if it's way down, it'll look a lot like this, where you've just got literal steps. It's, yeah. you know, very quick, uh, jagged movements. But if you turn the smoothing <laughs> up, it will basically be like a little curve. Listen to it, oh, and no. you will learn. I don't want to. So this is the smoothing way down. And this is the smoothing as I turn it up. Yeah, it goes. It's gliding between Yeah, turn it back down steps. again, mate. Yeah, I don't, I don't love it, but sometimes it's worth it. I'm gonna randomise again. Do it. Wah, wah. <laughs> I can listen to this shit all day, mate. Yeah, well, you needed to just have a constant randomising uh, oh, yeah. thingy. But if you're listening to it all day, you need a bit of smoothing. No, no, I like it jagged. Anyway, that's filter step. We're going to go on uh, audio thing filter jam. Oh, I haven't seen this one. Look at the size of that knob. Now, I'm not going to take that bait. <laughs> this isn't your typical filter. It's got a bit more sort of a ring modulate aspect to it. A bit Why? of a distorty act. What? What is that selector there? I don't even understand. <laughs> this, this selector... Oh, you hear fucking that? hell, son. I'm going to turn the mix down. Maybe the emphasis needs to go down. This is insane. This selector uh, specifies what each filter in the bank of filters will do. Will it, will it be addition or multiplication uh, that the signal goes through? So if you go with so it's one... Like it's activating ring mod, yeah, basically. This third one, for example, has multiplication, then addition, then multiplication oh again. Oh, my lord. And so it's very... Okay, yeah, mix up to full, buddy. And then let's hear it in its absolute glory. We need to add some more gain. Yeah. Oh. For lo-fi, this seems like a pretty solid choice. Can we hear some of the other modes, please? Yes. Mode number three. This is the most filter-like mode. That's sick. It sounds great. It can, like, if you're stuck for what to do and you want something to sound a little bit more characterful, mm. add some personality, filter jam. My music well. is personality free, mate, so I need to download this immediately. Ooh, How'd you like that emphasis? Give us a sweep. That That's is quite sick. good, actually. That is sick. Oh, oh, you know what we need to do? We need to put filter step after it. Oh my God, that's going to be insane. Oh, I do like it. I've really clipped the shit out of that. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> Sorry, everyone's ears. Who makes this filter jam shit, buddy? Audio thing. And it's free. Yeah. God damn, I love audio thing, man. They're good guys. That is good. And it's, it's very wildly offensive to my ears, but it is good. Uh, take that off. Filter step. Goodbye. And final one. 
HY filter three free. Oh, what is this? Who makes this little thing? HY plugins, my friend. A little uh, plugin company from Brazil, I believe. Oh, how uh, exotic. Let's get straight into it with some low pass action. Oh, I've wow. turned the driveway up as well. That See, drive was really vibing it up, though. You see, the weird thing about this plugin is that if you go below zero, it will take you to maximum. So if I turn... <laughs> you see how, uh, yeah. how low this drive is? It's to punish you for being such a pussy, James. If trying to turn the drive down. If I turn it down... Ah! I'm really interested in this thing on the left-hand side where it's got like a... It's got a Resident Bank 3 bandpass oh, filter. Oh, what? Um, there would be more in here. I think the full version, uh, not this is necessary demo, but it is a cut down, but I think the full version would have far more. Uh, I'm really getting, we need gain matching today. What's happening with the uh, gain matching and all these plugins we're testing? I don't know, mate. But let's go back Ooh, to the state. That sounds nice. Go back to the state variable a second. We got band pass, we got high pass, we got all the passes. But <laughs> no, no notch though. Low pass is uh, the real way to test it. Is low pass the best type of filter, James? Yeah. I think you're probably right, though I do use high passing more for mixing. It's a utility high pass. Yeah, yeah. Though, do you, I tell you what, mate, I remember the first time I heard a high pass filter in a bit of music. I was like, holy fucking shit. <laughs> 1997, <laughs> baby. Great year, let you, me tell you. You have an LFO with, what is this, uh, eight shapes. Uh, let's go curve one. Let's make it curvy. Uh, and increase the Ooh. depth. Oh, that sounds fucking wicked. Huh? Oh, I love it. Uh, 16T? Yeah. Resonance up, buddy. Hit me with that resonance. Oh, yeah. Sorry for all the clicking. Oh, this, do you know what this it does, James? This sort of music makes me want to take drugs. Right. <laughs> I mean... You know, I've got a mirror in the bathroom. Oh, wow. Well, look at my beautiful face. That's pretty much as good as doing drugs. What, what else do these guys do? This is sick. They do quite a lot. Uh, there's some MIDI sequencing plugins. That's all I no, know. I'm not bothered I, about that. I, that's all I can bring to mind. Anyway, five lovely filter plugins that you can have all of for free, but you probably shouldn't get all of them because <laughs> why do you need all of them? Uh, Favourites out of those? I, do you know what? I really like the dirty filter. I thought that was brilliant. The audio... I mean, I love all of them. Yeah. Even flipping towel filter too, which I used back in the day. I guess I just never did anything good with it. it sounds sick, mate. Yeah. They're all fantastic. Um, yeah, I mean, I will, I will definitely download this one and the dirty filter. Sweet. And probably the audio thing one as well, even though I can't imagine using that real craziness that much yeah that's yeah, cool well there you go five for five i don't he, know what that means but it's a handful the, a handful of filters who did you do the roundup for uh for future music oh okay bit of a plug for future music there nice one Boo. Hey. 
Okay, that is the end of the episode. Are you sad, Tim? Yeah, yeah, I'm sad, but not with for reasons to do with recording a podcast or it, anything like is that. Is it mostly because you got to go back to a mouse-infested hellhole? Yeah, yeah, I do, mate. It's <laughs> grim. Uh, well, <laughs> remember, everybody, if you want to help Tim out with his mouse problem, you can go to patreoncom podcast. <laughs> you can uh, buy our T-shirts, which you can find links to on a4ppodcast.com. You can uh, do the Plugin Boutique affiliate link in the episode description. And you can uh, sign up with DistroKid for 30% off, but that won't give us any money. Well, you know, it seems like a good deal, so maybe just do it anyway. <laughs> good shilling there, James. Thank that you. was You've really excelled yourself this Left time. Left it all to the outro, so we didn't bother everyone <laughs> throughout the episode. If you're still listening, well done, slash, I'm sorry. If you're still listening, we love you. Thank you.